Feel This with Frank and Jess. Welcome to Feel This, a series of experiential conversations between me, Jessica Olber-Singleton, and Frank D'Amato, where we explore trauma, healing, and awakening through the lens of relationship. Hello, welcome to Feel This with Frank and Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi, Frank. Hello, everyone. Glad you're here with us today. Glad you're joining us. And we'll get started. We always start. And if you're new, we start with a short grounding presence meditation. And we do this because the main value of this podcast is less the information that Jess and I offer. It's much more of an experiential podcast, and you're invited to have your own experience along with us. And bringing your awareness into your own inner experience, priming your own awareness to be clued into the intimacy of your moment-to-moment experience will enhance the experience you have here with us. And for Jess and I, the same. So starting with simply noticing the breath as it naturally is here in this moment. Noticing your awareness as you connect it to your senses, like your sense of vision. And your sense of hearing, sensing sound. Your sense of smell and taste. your sense of touch in your physical body, where your body is making contact, maybe with the chair or with the ground. Noticing sensation of air touching your skin. And bringing our awareness a little bit more inward into the body, focused on the heart area. Noticing what happens when we make an invitation to soften towards ourselves, soften towards our own inner experience of being here in the moment. Softening to me means leaning in with care turning towards yourself, 
just an openness with an openness towards tenderness and care towards ourselves. And if that's challenging for you, because that can be, simply having that intention, even if you don't experience caring for yourself in this now, simply intending that and noticing what happens is, and, and being open to that, it's perfectly good. And in this more self-focused, somewhat more self-caring or self-aware, self-tender place, asking inside what's feeling really important, alive for you in this very moment in your life. Whatever you're hearing inside, whatever you're listening to and hearing. Mm. Well, first, you, you may know this when you ask that question, you naturally become the speaker. You naturally start to hear yourself saying words about what's important to you. And that's great, natural. And then there's a great practice of then shifting into hearing yourself. Shifting out of the inner speaker and then shifting to the inner receiver, really hearing the voice of consciousness inside your mind and simply taking it in. And this is a really subtle shift, but a tremendous shift. Out of just being the voice speaking and shifting into the spacious consciousness that is listening. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> if that doesn't make sense, or if that is something you've never even thought of before, it's okay. I'm just remaining a little bit curious or open to having that experience. Because you absolutely, everyone can have that experience. So maybe just trusting that it's possible for you to be able to simply listen and hear yourself in an open, curious, and caring way. Okay. So, welcome. Hi, Jess. Hey there. Hi. Let's see. I'll check in here and say that I, gosh, I have a lot. I'm in one of those spaces where there's a lot of things coming together and connections being made and new ways being practiced and some days are hard and today is a 
it's a good day where we've got some sense of feeling some relief from some of the intensity of parts that are actively coming forward for healing because my system can handle that now, which is exciting, but also can be very intense. And right now I feel very resourced. I had a appointment with the person I see for somatic experiencing, and it's just been a game-changing piece to, to the puzzle of healing some of my trauma. And so I'm feeling just resourced and supported internally, and that feels really good. And I've got some thoughts about the holiday season coming up that, that are new thoughts that I could share, but I also feel pretty open to whatever shows up today. Hmm. So that's me. Yeah, so I am feeling, feelings first, very open, a energy of excitement. Yeah, it's an energy of low-level excitement, a sense of expecting good things. I expect my sense, my nervous system expects this time together here to be good and my the time and the rest of my day to be good and other little things I have scheduled. So as my mind looks to the near future, which is the, I would say in the near future, the next few hours, the part of my mind that will go to that picture, it feels positive. I feel a slight energy of looking forward to those things and to this experience here. Inside, around feeling meaningful and important, the creativity seems very good. More and more, I feel more connected to just purely creating and not really being attached to any results or product around it, simply enjoying the process of creating and more and more valuing what I create as an expression of my self individuality without feeling a strong energy need to compare it to what other people are doing or to say it's better or worse or good enough or not good enough. That seems to not be so present for me. And while there will be flashes of that show up, it's not, it's really not here. So that feels important. It feels what's on my mind when I have, when I'm in my downtime, like default mode network time where my mind is not active on the task, it now moves quickly to music and lyrics. So in those idle times, I'm working on creative projects, writing, thinking about it, memorizing, just, it's just going around in my mind and that feels really good. Feels, yeah. 
The other piece is, Jesse and I were talking about it before coming on. I've been doing low-dose ketamine, which I have found to be very useful. I used it in my therapy session this week. It was very powerful. So when I came on, I offered to you, Jess, that I could do that here on the podcast, and I thought it would be very interesting to record it. And I do have an interest in that, and I'm curious. Well, I have an interest in talking about it specifically because I brought it up and you started to speak for some parts and energies that were thoughts and concerns and I thought all of that was interesting and potential, potentially valuable. So I thought I'd name that as part of the field too. Yeah, that's it for me. Feelings first, I'm feeling quietly excited about like tuned into that this space feels to parts of me like like an adventure where good things will happen but it's always you know like we don't know really what's going to happen or what's going to come up and that feels exciting i wanted to say something just for the sake of information that when you said you did ketamine during low dose ketamine during your therapy session. That's when you see your therapist. I just, just wanted to clear that for anybody listening, <laughs> they might think <laughs> that you would do that going into being the holder of the therapeutic space as opposed to the receiver of that space. And yeah, I have curiosity about the idea of doing that, but also I have parts of me that feel like they have some wisdom that it's like they can tell that you have a frame of reference to some extent, either of what it means or what it doesn't mean to do that, like why you would want to, or what might be interesting about that, or, you know, Again, like you say, coming in here, you have a, a feeling of like something good will come from this space. You know that. And I know that because I've experienced it. And the idea of you taking the low dose ketamine, it's just like, it's like the, the mystery dumb. Like, I don't know what flavor it is. Like it just has a big question mark on it. Like no idea what that means. Right. There's just a whole lot of stuff that kind of comes into that Rather than naming what it is, which I'm happy to do, it's very interesting that I can say right now with that question mark, like, okay, you, you know, there's the dum-dums and they all say they're root beer or they're cherry or whatever. And then there's the mystery dum and it's going to be one of the flavors that you've probably had before, but you don't know which one. And so when you pick it up, like you might imagine anything, you might imagine your favorite flavor or your least favorite flavor or whatever. And I can feel how in the mystery, in the not knowing my mind starts collecting all of my experiences with substances, either other people taking things and me not, or me taking things and what happened then. Mostly, I don't have a lot of experience on that end of things. And so mostly I'm, I'm mostly thinking of experiences where other people, and of course that was, that's what this would be is you would be taking something that I wouldn't. 
And so rather than getting invested in that, which again, I'm happy to talk about it. It actually feels really good right now to just be like, of course, like in the not knowing you just, your mind starts to gather up. Could it be like this? What about this? So I'll pause there. I have a feeling of enjoying the slowness of naming what, what I call an authentic desire, a spark of interest on my side. Oh, I had the spark of interest as an idea. Where does that come from? And then to be able to, to name it and then just to really slowly unpack what happens inside you and inside me. And so hearing all that, so one, I have a joy that I, I, I do enjoy the process of going really slowly and really hearing and seeing what comes alive in me. And I do notice the part whose idea it was is a younger part. It's in IFS terms would be more on the firefighter side. I don't like that term because it's a very negative focused term, but the pleasure side. And to that part, that seems like a really fun. It's novel. My system, that those particular parts of me really like new things. They like combining things. So they're like, oh, I know I like the, the ketamine space. I know I like this space. Oh, what would that be like to combine them? It's really, it's been really powerful therapeutically. So there's like excitement, novelty, something new. All that stuff is the little kid whose hand wants to reach for the candy. Even though a lot of that candy is nutritious, there's also there's an aspect of it that's I want what I want when I want it aspect a little bit. There's just that spark of it. Whenever there is that authentic spark, there is that you want it. <laughs> that's why it's authentic want, right? And so in that, for that part, it's a little frustrating would be a really amplifying the volume of it tremendously to call it frustration. But it's just the lightest tinge of, oh, my want, his want, is not having the direct access. Right? That authentic spark wants, I want what I want, and it wants an immediate yes, and it wants to get what it wants immediately, right? Like that's how it, that's how that works in those synapses for those, those parts. So in that slowing down, there's a, oh, there's a gear change, this is all super subtle and slight, but really worth noting because to me, this sounds, this is a, a small facsimile of what the process looks like whenever we have some want and then there's, oh, the other person doesn't want that. And we have some shift gear shifting happening in our nervous system. This can be a place where we have arguments or where when children can't regulate this place this is exact place I want McDonald's and the parent says no. And then they throw a fit. This is exactly the same gear shift, but it's so subtle, but you're able to see the same kind of the same micro movements in the nervous system there. And so that's fun. 
I feel excited about that. I also have this part that's really enjoying whether whatever comes in the future, but if in some point in the future, it would be, he also sees the possibility of this being a prelude to a future episode where if you're, if you did feel okay with it, where we would do that. And this would be interesting that we would have this conversation first. And if that doesn't, then there's also a flexibility and that might not be, but there is that to that part. That's also like, oh, that's exciting too. That's an exciting picture. He likes that picture. I'll stop there. I said a lot. Yeah, I appreciate the a lot of what you said. Um, so I'm feeling happy, like, like, oh yeah, we're getting into this. This is really interesting. And hmm. like a sense of, and this has happened in our group many times over the years where it's like, someone and this I've done this myself where I'm like, I want to tell you guys something, but I want to tell you how I feel about telling you. And before I ever tell people anything, I just, I could spend like, I have done this, spent multiple groups, which means hours talking about, I mean, there's other things that come in. Everybody else comes in too about what does it mean to share a certain thing before? And sometimes I never even share the thing. So I really have come to enjoy that space and you connecting that with making like connection lines with a kid having a fit who can't manage their nervous system. I want what I want. And the excitement and the kind of frustration that comes up when it's not like, sure, yes, same. So it felt like a good teaching moment to just like a normalization of like, we have that in us and that's part of being human. Also, I felt it even before we started recording, you were like, I had this idea and you said it. And then I was, and I could just, again, barely, I could feel that you were like, I don't know how I would have said it in the moment, but that you were like, I was just really hoping you'd say, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, you know, hundred percent. Yes. Now check. And I was, as you were sharing where you were coming from, I just a moment ago, I was really like feeling glad in my own system that I was naming my parts. Mm. Even as I had a part, I don't know that I named this part, but I had a part that was like tuned into, I wasn't real conscious of it. I think Frank wants to do this. I trust where this part's like, I trust Frank. And if I say yes, then we can make Frank happy. Right. Like, but then I had these other parts that are like, what are, what are we doing? What, what does this mean? You know? So anyway, I, I was feeling very happy with myself for holding on mm -hmm. to the parts of me that were unsure, had questions, concerns, all of that. And you naming your relationship with the authentic desire and, and all of that. I don't know. I just feel like all this space opening up to explore and it feels to me like, because you know, to more of an extent than I do, what it even means to you to suggest this experiment. And I have the empty mystery of what I'm filling in and all of that seems really interesting. And it's like, okay, this is where we are right now. I'm excited to be here. And it's almost like 
it may, or like you were saying, it may or may not lead to actually trying the experiment of you taking the low dose ketamine during one of our recordings. That feels like it's its own thing that we may or may not come to. And I feel like, I don't know if we'll come to it or not, but we're here now and here feels really interesting. Yeah, it does. Let's see. I'm scanning for, in what you said, what sparks of life came up in me. I know one place at the beginning when you first said you were interested and you were curious about the process here. And I noticed I became really curious about your curiosity. Why? What about that slowing down? And you talk some about that, but I, I just remembered being drawn in by that whenever I hear curiosity has become a beacon in my system, not only for my myself, where I'm, what am I curious about? But I also get really curious about what other people are curious about when I find now too. And if I really move towards what make other people curious, it's incredibly enlivening as well. So I noticed that I noticed the part that wants to do the the ketamine in the podcast space was thinking like there were like thoughts like oh maybe we could explain it to Jess like as you were saying you were talking about like you don't know you don't know what that tastes like and like oh maybe giving Jess information would be helpful in that regard now there's the from the perspective of the one that wants that was you know his idea that's certainly a somewhat agended conversation for him a little bit not incredibly there's certain there is definitely flexibility that in myself i feel curious i have a little bit more remove from that part and I feel a sense of curiosity about this moment in terms of making a, a, a cooperative decision and the process of speaking for desire, interest, concerns, and how do how does a unit, in this case a unit of two, but how does some group come to, hey, I have an idea. How do we na negotiate, navigate that, decide as a unit whether that idea is viable or good? So I have myself is, I like, I'm curious about the relational dynamics of that and having this very moment on the table and exploring that. So stop there. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. 
We will be back next Sunday with part two. Bye, y'all.